Hello, and welcome to HGTV Obsessed, the podcast for all things HGTV. I'm your host, Marianne Canada, and today, love is in the air, you guys. We have Tarek El Moussa and Heather Ray Young on to talk about the new season of Flipping 101, how to avoid rookie flipping mistakes, and whether or not Heather is going to change her last name when they get married. These two are a blast. I think they must have kissed like 15 times just while we were talking. It was so cute. I had so much fun talking with them, and I cannot wait for you to listen. So, Here's my conversation with Tarek and Heather. We're so excited to have you guys on. Welcome to HGTV Obsessed. Thank you. Yeah. As everyone knows, you guys are partners in life and in business. And it's just so fun to see the ways your careers overlap and to see how you guys like show up in each other's professional endeavors. So I'd love to talk a little bit about the new season of Flipping 101 and how you guys bring those strengths to these hopeful home flippers, because some of them, I mean, honestly, some of them really need some help. Yeah. Like, you know, to be honest, you know, I think the biggest thing we bring to people is inspiration. Both Heather and I, you know, we, we came from nothing and we kind of built our own careers and we kind of set the, our own foundations for our life. So for other people to work with us, I think it really inspires them to do more and want more. But season two of Flipping 101, man, I, I just had so much fun filming it. As you know, it's an hour format now. Uh, the most exciting part of the season, of course, is now Heather is involved in the season. So Yay. she gets to help me mentor some of the rookie flippers. And then also, you know, we get to follow the story of us remodeling our own house in Newport Beach, which why don't we uh, why don't we talk about that for a second? Oh, gosh. Well, it's still not done. <laughs> <laughs> so a project, you, you get to see the beginning of us, you know, finding the home, seeing the blank slate of what we started with. And then you get to see the progress of our home throughout the season. We're still not done. So you get to see some of the issues we had, like flooding. Our whole house flooded from a storm that we had when our rooftop wasn't sealed. So we had to basically rip everything out, start like it was a brand new home and um, remodel more than we even expected to. So we did go above budget. Who would have thought? (laughs) We are in this space and we love home decor and we love flipping houses and we love real estate. So, you know, when you're designing your own home, you put a lot more effort and time into it than you would a flip when you need to get out fast and make the money back. So we definitely put a lot of love into our first home together. Yeah. yeah and people are going to flip when they see it. Like they've, you know, people just on episodes alone, I think I've done 150 remodels on TV. Like our house, we elevated the level of remodel to, to a level that no one's ever seen on Flipper Flop before. So our house is custom, it's high end, and it's super cool. And, and I think the fans are going to love it. And we brought a lot of the LA style down to Orange County, which I think it's starting to slowly migrate down towards Orange County, but the styles are very different. So I brought the LA flair. Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. Oh, I cannot wait to see. And I have to say it is, I think, refreshing that even people with the experience and resources that you guys have, that even you guys run, you know, over budget and over time. I mean, renovations are just, you can't finesse your way out of it. They're going to take as long as they can. And honestly, it's been like the wild west with the pandemic. I mean, (laughs) nothing's like it used to be. And Tark, you know, he taught me something valuable (laughs) because I'm a new homeowner and uh, renovating your own home and now living in our own home, there's problems every single week that arise. And it drives me crazy. And Tarek said, honey, this is what you're going to have to get used to owning a home because there's problems 
nonstop and you can't, you know, make a fuss at everything or else you're going to drive yourself crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. I want to ask you because this is a crazy time to renovate. We've talked about that. Everything, everyone's seen the shipping containers that are just out like waiting to get into the harbor. Everything is delayed, but it's also a really crazy real estate market right now. So Heather, I would just love to hear a little bit like, what is it like being a real estate agent in this market? Because it seems like across the country, everything is bananas. Yes, which is a good thing in my market because, you know, I do high end real estate, but also hard because clients are all fighting after the same houses. So if you're not coming in with clean, quick offers, you're getting beat out by other buyers that are quicker they're putting down cash, they have cleaner offers. So, you know, it's a really tough market. You know, when I you're dealing with homes that are 10 and up, it's a little bit, you know, easier to get into those. But around the $1 million to $3 million mark right now, it is very, very competitive. But it's a great thing for me. For Tarek's business, I don't know, baby, what are you saying? Oh, it's all great. It's all great for me. It's more difficult uh, finding properties right now. But once you find them, you're selling them for more than you thought. So it's, it's, it's not a bad market. You know, obviously there's inflation like crazy everywhere, but it's fun to see the changes and the prices and what's going on. And it's a little unsettling. You know, we don't know what's going to happen, but as long as it stays like this on fire, then I'm happy. People can also get themselves in trouble, right? I mean, to your to your end, you've got to act really fast if you want to buy right now. And so Tarek, you know, what's the most common mistake you see when you're maybe mentoring these rookie flippers, these people who are getting in maybe a little over their head? You know, like, honestly, the, the biggest mistake I see across the board is people get started in the business without getting educated on the business and without learning the business. So they'll go buy a house to flip, but they don't know anything about flipping houses. So I say the number one thing you need to do is get educated on what house flipping is and how to do house flipping, how to find properties, how to get hard money loans, how to fix up houses. A lot of people, they just jump in without learning any of those steps, right? So it just makes it that much more challenging. And like Tarek, he teaches people how to not make the mistakes that he made. So that's what he did in the very beginning when he first started flipping houses, started flipping before you even yeah. knew what to do. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but I actually pitched Flipper Flop, the show that you know of, before I ever flipped a house. Like I had this- I, I did know that. <laughs> I had this crazy idea to get a TV show. I had just bought my first flip. I'm like, man, how do we get on TV? I was like, well, what if we flip houses on TV? And then I got the contract for season one to do 13 houses in 10 months. And I remember- being a broke 29-year-old kid staring at this contract thinking, man, how in the world am I going to flip 13 houses? Man, where am I going to get the money for 13 houses? Man, I've never been on TV. So what did I do? I signed the contract. Well, and clearly it's worked out for you. But I mean, you're right. Like anyone can have a vision for a flip and a lot of people can have a good design eye, but there's a lot more to it. You know, what are what are some of the other skills you need to actually be a successful flipper? You, you have to become an expert at finding deals. You know, flipping houses isn't jumping online, fixing up, finding a house that needs work, buying it and selling it. That's not how flipping works. When you're flipping houses, you need to buy the property, right? And when you purchase it, you need to buy it under market. That way you can realize the profit later. The biggest mistake people make is they get too excited and they're so desperate for a flip they end up paying too much for the house. And if you pay too much for the house, in the end, you're not going to make money. Well, and I'm thinking too about the couple in the premiere of this season from Vegas who 
came to California, bought a house, but had no idea where to start when it came to logistics like permits, which are so complicated in California. And they didn't really have a local crew that they were working with. What advice do you give to people who maybe have no idea where to start? You know, they were doomed on day one. I never forget meeting them telling them you need a local contractor, you need a general revenue project, you can't be bringing people in from Vegas. And he didn't listen to anything I said, like nothing. Because of course, you know, they know better than me. What do I know? So how long did it waste <laughs> until he finally realized? He, he could have got the project done in probably less than half the time if he would have listened to me. Wow. Yep. I mean, and that's just, that's all money. Like every month that you own that house is another month you're paying towards it. And I love that. I love how you always have that like counter going down in the bottom where we're seeing in real time, like the costs accruing. It gives me so much secondhand anxiety. I guess a lot of people are putting their whole life savings into this project. So the longer they take, the more money that they're spending of their own money, that they could be putting that into other flips and looking for more real estate. No one can complete a home renovation alone, no matter what you might think by watching, you know, TV shows or on social media. So what are some key people you need on your team in order to be successful and maybe recoup some of your investment? So as a real estate investor, house flipper, I mean, for me, I think probably the most important person on your team is going to be your general contractor because you're at the mercy of the contractor. If they're a good contractor, you're going to get the keys to your house fast. If they're a bad contractor, you might never get the keys and getting the keys is when you start getting paid. So the contractor is very, very important. Um, a real estate agent, very, very important. They need to advise you on uh, market trends, supply and demand, absorption rates. And you need an aggressive agent when you sell your house. You need to, you need to pin buyers against each other so you can negotiate the highest price. So you have your contractor, your real estate agent, and then of course your lender. You know, a big part of flipping houses is the financing because most people don't have the cash. So. In today's market, there are a lot of lenders out there that are that are funding 90 to 100% of a flip. So it's important to find a good lender. Well, and Heather, I'd love to talk to you since you guys are such a great team um, in terms of your skill sets. What design trends are you seeing in flips that are selling right now? Like what are you seeing that gets a house sold? I would say sticking more towards neutrals, uh, but adding accent walls that have a pop, using some textures. I like woods. And still um, sticking with the neutral factor. I think, you know, when you're doing a flip, you don't want to go in and you want, you want to put some design into it and make it custom and special, but you don't want to spend all your time designing and picking out what you would want for your house because it's not your house. You're doing this to sell it fast. So I would stick to more like neutrals. I think cop, uh, golds are in right now, champagnes, like adding pops. And then, like I said, textured walls, woods, maybe an accent ceiling. She loves beams. wallpaper. Yeah, I love wallpapers. Beams, even if they're not real beams, put in beams to have some accents on the ceiling, maybe a wood ceiling. But just adding like little pops places. Don't go out of control because then it um, will take longer to sell. That's so tough because I feel like if you're really a color lover, I know neutral, neutral, neutral. But what if you really do want to get in there and try to flex your design muscles? No, but no, that's good. Color is good. Now, I'm not saying go paint the entire house blue, but you know, you can do all white walls and maybe you can do a navy blue accent wall. Like pops of color. Pops of color. So color is still important. Just not too much color. I think pops of color are really important. Or a big area rug. And then even, you know, in homes that I sell and even in Targ's flips, you know, staging is very important because you want Mm. people to walk in. You want them to envision themselves in that home. And if they walk into a house, that's very stark with nothing. 
They're not going to be able to envision them and their family or their husband and wife in the home. They, you want to be able to walk in and be like, wow, this is my home. I could live here. Yeah. Everybody wants to walk in and think about the person they're going to be if they live in that house, right? That's a relief to the to the color lovers. You can bring it in with some fun rugs, some artwork. You know, it doesn't all have to be permanent. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, as you guys talked about in the very first episode, we saw the new beach house that you all bought and it looks great. I cannot wait to see the touches you guys put on it. Where did you start? What was the very first thing that you were like, this has to go before anything? On season one, you see, I'm sorry, episode one, you see how white the house oh, was. The entire house was white. And Heather and I, we love moodiness. We like, you know, darker spaces. Like we like darker colors, darker textures. So we, I mean, if you look at the house now, it's a completely different house. I don't even think you'd recognize it. So I think the first thing that we did decide to do though, was remember when you first walk in through our front door, you walked into a wall. A wall. And so we mm. opened up that wall which then we led, it leads through to a bar that we enclosed on the other side. So you'll see it on the, yeah, on the episode. Yeah, that was the first thing you did. So when you walk through the front door, you couldn't even see in the house. We opened up that wall. Now you walk in, you have the view of the new bar that we built, the new dining area we did, as well as the kitchen. And another thing we did is we went to the rooftop deck because we have this gorgeous ocean view and we ripped the entire thing off. And that was the biggest project with the house. But here's the funny thing. That's why the house flooded because we ripped the roof off and then a wild storm came in like the end of summer with a bunch of rain. The tarps blew over and it just flooded the house. So we had to start over. Yeah. And to make sure there was no water damage, they had to rip out all the drywall, pretty much all the flooring. Kitchen cabinets. Starting from the third floor, which is the roof, all the way down to the first floor. Oh, my gosh. Well, and nobody expects like a freak rainstorm in Southern California. <laughs> well, I could not sit down with you guys without talking about the wedding. How is the wedding planning going so far? I know you guys just recently like kind of started fresh on your plans. I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Well, I mean, obviously planning a wedding through COVID is not easy because when Tark proposed last July, we didn't know how long COVID was going to last. We didn't know if it was going to be around. We didn't know the status. So we kind of pushed our wedding out to as long as we felt like people would feel comfortable. And you know, we originally were deciding where are we going to do this? So we decided to do Cabo. We loved Cabo. We loved being out there. We fell in love with the hotel out there. And, you know, after talking and months going by and we basically sent out, save the dates, we had everything planned pretty much, not everything, but, you know, things were A moving lot. along. We sat down, Tarek, just me and Tarek and started talking about everything. And some people were concerned about their health and travel. And, you know, we have elder parents, so we just didn't want to risk anyone in and have to sacrifice our loved ones not being able to arrive and, and make it to the wedding. So we decided to move it locally to California. Yep. So we switched venues. We switched wedding planners. We switched our wedding date. And here we are. We're at the finish line, though. We are almost there. That's so exciting. I mean, I think that you guys really are representative of what this past year has been for everyone. It's been a big time of change and flexibility and adapting your expectation. Heather, I know you just had your bridal shower. I'm curious, you know, what are what were some of like the items at the top of your registry list? I wanted it to be to prep Heather for her honeymoon with Tarek. So it was all things that I love, sunglasses, lingerie and bikinis. So basically all my girls, 
hooks me up and I no longer need to buy bikinis and lingerie for the rest of my life. Well, you've got such great style. I, I also have to ask because several of our editors were like, ask her, ask her about her wedding dress. Can you give us any hints? Because I know obviously you can't spoil anything for Tart. I can't tell you, but I must say that. No, I can hear you. You can't do it. I know we can't do it. You got to be surprised. I don't think people are going to expect me in it. It's very timeless and classic. Too much. She's giving me too much. <laughs> I like it. I, you know, there's still room for a little mystery and, and some surprises in this life. Right. You know, I've kept this dress a secret for this long and I hide my phone, phone from him so he can't find any photos, but we have to keep some things of our life private. So this is something I'm keeping very private. Well, I can't wait to see if if you release, hopefully you'll release just at least one photo for those of us who, who can't wait. Oh yeah, the day of the wedding. Yes, yes. I'm a new Selling Sunset watcher and I've been binge watching it in my preparation for talking to you guys. It's so much fun. I knew that the market in California was insane, but this is just like next level. So I have to ask, one, is there going to be a release date for season four. But the bigger question is, Tarek, is he going to start showing up on Selling Sunset? Well, you are going to see a little, little bit of Tarek this season. So I did get the opportunity to film with Heather. Uh, we got to film a little boat party together. At the uh, house with the kids. A dog's birthday party together. And yeah. we got to film with the kids at the house. So, you know, honestly, we've been together for... A little over two years now. It feels like 20 years and it feels like two months all at the same time. And it's just been a be beautiful thing working together, you know, combining our lives together, combining our careers together. And we're just, we're just so excited to work together and, and, you know, create new content together and just live this life together. Mm -hmm. We're just real excited. You know, our show is very different. So being able to film on Tarek's show and then, you know, film on my show, they're very different. It's really nice to support each other. Yeah. And season oh, yeah. four release date. I wish I knew it will be sometime this fall, which is already basically here. But, you know, I think things take a little longer than expected. So we hear, you know, a certain month and then it keeps getting pushed. So hopefully before December. All right. Well, in the meantime, we've got Flipping 101. It's just like the perfect crossover event. So plenty of things to look forward to. All right. Before we let you guys go, we thought it would be fun to do a little rapid fire, not quite newlywed rapid fire with you guys. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Who said I love you first? She told me to. I said, tell me you love me. <laughs> and I said, I love you. And then, and then I said, what's your last name again? <laughs> and I said, it's going to be Al Musa. This, this was like on a day four. I said, I love you. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Day four. I love that. How, do, how does your fiance take their tea or coffee? Do you know I like my tea? She will not drink coffee. She likes a chai tea latte with oat milk extra hot. Yes. And if it's not extra hot, it's going back. Oh, yeah. I am very, very picky with my drinks. I don't like anything lukewarm. It has to be like scolding hot. Tarek, he does not drink coffee either. But if he did drink coffee, it's usually just a vanilla latte, but usually just sits there. He likes energy drinks, like the more natural kind of energy drinks. And I got him cut down to half of an energy drink a day. <laughs> He's got to have some kind of caffeine boost because you have like the most energy. To be honest, neither of us need caffeine. No. It doesn't affect us. We do it for the taste. Like I, I'm half English, so I grew up drinking tea in my family. And it's just something to have in the morning. But no, caffeine is, doesn't affect me or him. <laughs> no. No, it's just about the, it's the, it's the ritual. Yeah, it's, that's the morning routine. Absolutely. Exactly. 
All right. Who is the tidiest? Me. Oh, by far. By, no. by far me. No, I'm just kidding. Not even close. No question. But she, not- she just follows me around and I drop stuff. And then she's like, honey, what are you doing? Put it away. I'm like, it's away. It's on the floor. If I, I, if I listen, if I put things away, I'll never find them later. And here's the thing. <laughs> He never puts things away. So I don't know what that... So, like when, when Heather first met me, I leave everything out so I can see it. That's like true. everywhere. I know where my shoes are, my socks, my t-shirts, everything's out. So every day we have a joke in the house and Taylor will tell you, it's always like, honey, where's my socks? Honey, where's my belt? Like every single day he knows where nothing is. He just calls my name asking me where everything is. Oh, and fun fact, when I first met Tara... He didn't even have a toiletries bag or know what a toiletries bag was. He was carrying around a lunch pail. And I'm like, what is this? He's like, oh, it's for my nighttime stuff. I'm like, your toiletries? By who? What's a toiletry? <laughs> and then so I bought him a, a Toomey overnight case. And he still didn't use it for like a couple of weeks. I'm like, I well, threw the lunch pail. I mean, you're it. talking to a guy that used to travel with black trash bags, okay? Right. He, he said he's leveled up somewhat. Yeah, I had no, I legit used to double bag black trash bags and that's how I would travel. Oh my gosh. You've come a long way, I have to say. All right. Who is the best cook? Me. Oh, for sure. Well, you, you don't know. What if I was better? Holy. No. Okay. She's better. She's better. She's better. But I make great eggs. He said he can barbecue too, which I still wouldn't know that either. I used to barbecue. Maybe the new house. Maybe we'll get an outdoor kitchen. All right. What is your fiance's favorite movie? Okay. For him, it's Dumb and Dumber. Yep. She got it. For her. Oh, you always forget this one. Oh, Mean Girls? Close. Close. It's one of those, one of those, um, like teeny bop movies. Come on, baby. It's like the classic. Clueless. Clueless. I know it. You got Dumb and Dumber and Clueless. (laughs) You guys are match made in heaven. All right. If your fiance had a superpower, what would it be? I'd say for him, disappear so that if he was bothered by people, he could just disappear. <laughs> when, I get in, when I get annoyed, I could just disappear in my own world. I would have meeting. Her superpower? Superpower. Eat whatever I want and be skinny oh, yeah. the rest of my Eat life. Eat whatever she wants. That would be her superpower. Oh, I think I would take that one too. Well, it was just so delightful talking to you guys. It's so fun just hearing about all of the exciting things you both have going on, both professionally and personally. And we wish you all the best and cannot wait to see those wedding photos. Yay. So soon, you guys. Thank you so much for having us on. Yeah, thank you. What did I tell you? A couple of lovebirds. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode of HGTV Obsessed with Tarek and Heather. You can find Tarek on Instagram at the real Tarek El Musa and Heather at Heather Ray Young. That's Ray with an E. Ooh, I guess she'll be changing all of her social media handles soon too. You can also catch new episodes of Flipping 101 Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on HGTV and streaming the very same day on Discovery+. Plus. You can learn more about all of our guests by checking out our show notes at hgtv.com slash podcast. And as usual, if you love today's episode, please head over to Apple Podcasts to rate and review HGTV Obsessed. Don't forget to follow HGTV Obsessed wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. And I'll see you next Thursday.